from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I said it's very appropriate for us every week. Well, I'm trying to change the music on the old podcast and uh, not just the music, the whole intro. Yeah. And really what I want to do, but I'm not going to do it, <laughs> is go back and pull audio from us saying things and then, you know, just sort of pepper that in to the intro, but... There's no chance. <laughs> I don't even listen to the current episode. I'm not listening to episodes gone by. You should have an encyclopedic knowledge of them, of course. I do take copious notes on each episode. Yeah, I don't know what copious means, but <laughs> I hope it's appropriate. Oh, goodness. So I've got one thing to say about this time of year. Boring. It's funny that you played that because i was thinking about you want to change our intro and I'm like the simpsons has kept the same intro for 30 years that's true oh they do have that the chalkboard element that does change every episode it's that little little change man i wish i knew what you were talking about <laughs> you know whatever he writes on the chalkboard bart oh he yeah, writes yeah, a different yeah, yeah. Uh, thing every yep, time yep yep right 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 well, they also do a different thing with the couch every time too so i guess they have two changes in each episode wow so look at that i haven't watched that show in 10 years but i remember that Huh. It's a pretty good show. <laughs> or it was. Yeah, off topic as usual, but I was reading an article and it had like the best Simpsons episodes ever and they were all from like 1995 or earlier. <laughs> wow. Didn't have anything in the last 20 years. Ouch, town population, you bro. <laughs> That's not good. No. It, but it's probably true. And it's getting enough it's getting enough people to stay around. Man. Yeah, it's uh it has to be the longest running something. Well, it's been the longest running animated for years. I think it's getting up there like longest run. I think 60 minutes might be ahead of it. It feels like we've been doing this show <laughs> that long. Yeah, can you imagine? Just today. Now, we do year-round. They only do, whatever, 20 episodes a year, but still. Yeah. And they they draw them. So we'll catch up in another 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but I, we don't have to draw each other. No. That's good. Yes. You would not want to see that. I wouldn't. <laughs> no one would be able to identify what I was drawing. I don't want to even want to talk any further about <laughs> you this think subject. My, you think my tennis is bad? You just see my drawing. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> oh, was that not a question? <laughs> Speaking of bad tennis, we got nothing going on this year. Well, it's funny because I actually texted you this, and it's the only thing you've ever been excited about ever that I've texted you. Podcast-related? Yeah. Or text-related. Your text, either Me, one. totally, ever, <laughs> and more especially as it relates to the podcast. But you certainly like football way more than tennis. You know, it's funny because I get asked a lot what my favorite sport is, and I'll always ask to clarify, to play or to watch uh play is obviously tennis well certainly you're not playing football you're a stick, no but i used to love stick figure <laughs> but i used to love playing football it's still fun to play i see but 
Yeah, to watch it definitely is football, which I feel bad saying that doing Flag a tennis football. podcast. <laughs> I do prefer not to get tackled, yeah. yes. All right. Uh, but I do like watching football probably more than watching tennis. So as you may or may not know, not you, but the fans, the loyal fans, <laughs> uh, I am a Steelers fan. Yes. And if there's a player that I can't stand any more than Baker Mayfield, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who it is. Would you hate him as much if he played for a non-division opponent? No. Okay. No. I I assume that, but I'm just making sure. I would absolutely think he's the idiot and the (laughs) overrated idiot that I know he is. It just wouldn't have... Right. It wouldn't matter. You'd maybe see him once a season and that's it. Right. Maybe. And every so often. Right. So, but the fact that I play him twice a year and he's a moron... Just it just adds fuel to that fire, and so I was I was just driving thinking about another idiot, <laughs> Nick Kyrgios. Yes, and I was thinking to myself, Baker Mayfield is the Nick Kyrgios of tennis, or is Baker Mayfield or is Nick, Nick Kyrgios right. the Baker Mayfield of tennis? <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So whichever way you put that, and so that got me thinking, what better thing to do? when there's nothing going on, than to compare our favorite or non-favorite right. uh, football players and who would they be via ATP or even WTA. I mean, not a lot of women play in the NFL, um, <laughs> which I think is a travesty. <laughs> but um, Hey, Carly Lloyd next year, right? She's going to be a kicker. Yeah. I will say just back to the Baker Mayfield, if you watch his serious interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin, you might change your opinion of him slightly. Not a chance. <laughs> you would, The thing is, there's never probably been a quarterback in the AFC North that you liked that wasn't on the Steelers. So he has that working against him no matter what. A little. But, a little. But I mean, I could, you know, respect... A, a, I mean, Joe Flacco is, yeah. you know, was for uh, quarterback for Baltimore until this year. And, yeah. You, you had know. no problem with him? I mean, I wanted us to break him in two. <laughs> I say us. Yeah. Right. Uh, you heard me. I play, uh-huh. I play for the Steelers from time to time. Uh, on PlayStation? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I can't play PlayStation. It makes me throw up because I'm an old lady. Uh, or man. Oh, I haven't re- I've only reached that stage, stage with amusement park rides. That, thank God it hasn't with video games. Oh, God. I can't ride rides either. I get motion sick. <laughs> um, uh, just give me a peppermint and I'll wait on the bench. But I'm just trying to show the audience you're slightly biased just because oh, he's for in, sure. the, in the AFC North. But I agree with you. Well, I also follow a college team that's in the Big 12 and, you know. <laughs> well, I would, if you compare the two, I would actually be tempted to say Kyrgios, put Kyrgios above Baker Mayfield because he's actually accomplished some things. That's true. That sounds harsh, but. That's true. Now, I don't know college football that well. What did Baker do in college? Make a playoff? Oh, I don't know. Won the Heisman? Yeah, but the Heisman is such a quarterbacks. It's just such a trophy, subjective and individual thing. Well, right, like that. Like tennis is individual. Okay, no, but I mean, winning to me, winning a championship is the ultimate in right, right, football. Right, right. Yeah, winning a Heisman, that's like winning. Uh, I don't know. There's not really a relatable thing in tennis, but it's like winning the fan voting for Player of the Year. It's <laughs> <That's> not. <laughs> <laughs> You typically do have to win something to win the Heisman, so I see what you're saying. Well, well, here, and here's the other tricky part is that most most uh, tennis players don't play in college, 
particularly because it's an international game. And every, all, I mean, I guess every, uh, at least 99.99% might be some old guy who went to straight to, you know, Canada and played or something. I don't know. Right. Um, but if but you're definitely they, go, they go to college. Yeah, and you're adding in the attitude, obviously, is a big reason you, you put those two together. But I'm saying in terms of accomplishments, I put Baker way behind Kyrgios. Yes, for sure. But uh, there's nobody else on the tour that acts as dumb as he does. <laughs> so there's really no other comparison you can make. That's why it came to me immediately. Right. I was just like, what an idiot. And I could have been talking about either one of them. So anyway, so on that, I then texted you, hey, is there anybody dumber <laughs> than these two morons in their respective sports? Right. Why don't we think of other, not just dum-dums, but yeah. other uh, tennis players that, that you know, like which football player would they be? Right. So I know since you're a huge football fan, you had tons of these. And of course, no matter what, you can never look at an NFL website because somewhere, <laughs> some even if it's the draft, the offseason, a trade, you're right. recording everything. I haven't caught up from three weeks ago no, yet. No, exactly. You don't know who won the Super Bowl in 2017. <laughs> just put me on a deserted island and just send me you know DVDs every week and I'm good to go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, no, but I... The one that jumped out at me immediately and it kind of sickens me as it, gonna, as, as it is going to sicken you... Because they both sicken me kind of equally is Federer and Tom Brady. I hate to say it, but I just think those are the. Yeah. I think that. I mean, I'm tempted to say Federer Belichick because he's considered such a cerebral, you know, player. And, but we said players. So I don't want to get into the coaching. To me, Belichick and Brady are inseparable anyway. It could be either of them, it could be both of them. Right. It's, you know. Although Brady's much prettier. <laughs> uh, a la Federer is pretty. Right. That's a good one, and immediately upon sending you the text, I thought that one as well. Yeah, to me, that's the obvious. So that was that wasn't a re- great effort on you, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, no, those are these are the easy ones. That's true. Um, and it's although I will say, I mean, really, I I can say the same. You almost go into the season assuming they're both going to win everything, right? And obviously, Federer's reaching the end, maybe, but. Well, see, a good comparison or a counter to your yours is, I would say, Nadal. Now, here's a little out. I, I'm already going to – it's already a bad one then if I'm making up stuff ahead of time. But I was going to say Nadal and Peyton Manning because they were both rivals. Right. And one of them is deemed to be the better one. The other one's more of a hardworking guy. And, right. You know, uh, in Peyton Manning – and, That's uh, true, and you never hear that people talk about Brady's like work ethic or I mean diet, yes, but you never hear them talk. Oh, he's just in the film room all day, every day, right? Whereas, and he may be, we don't know, right? We don't care. But with Manning, it was always that, like he's studying this, right. and doing that, and yeah. I mean, the only part of that that's missing because I'll tell you who I thought of for for uh, for some reason, at all, I thought of running backs just because of the, me too the consistent like pounding right. over and over and over. He's gonna he's gonna inflict the pain on you instead of the other way around. So I thought of like Emmett Smith, Jim Brown, that kind of person. And that's the only reason I wouldn't like Manning is because I feel like he was considered pretty physically <laughs> weak or un unathletic. So that's the only reason. Right. I didn't li- I don't necessarily I would that wouldn't be my first choice. Right. But um 
I, I could definitely see Nadal as a different position. Yeah. And then a Djokovic, definitely also a quarterback. Yeah. So what quarterback would Djokovic be, or did you have him at all? I, th- I thought of a couple. Um, it was funny. Manning popped into my mind for him. Um, well, here's the thing about the problem with Manning in this regard is he is looked at as a guy who can't win the big one. Yeah, and the top, and the big three, they, right? They're all basically they're all Tom Brady, right? You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of so. It's yeah, you have tricky. to pick. You almost have to pick the winners from the other positions. Um, to me, Djokovic is a little bit Aaron Rodgers esque, just because he's had numerous injuries yet he keeps coming back and he's the same after he comes back every time like it doesn't seem right. to matter six weeks injury half the season you know he comes back and he's still better than everybody else right and i think rogers just doesn't have the numbers that the other guys have just I was because ho- he's i was hoping for some more negative ones quite <laughs> frankly i don't like all this praise we have i know all these. well I mean, we're not on the we're on the big three that'll end soon so here's some more so do you remember baker mayfield when he beat ohio state and he plants the yes. flag in the middle of the field yes I mean, that to me is something that Kyrgios would do. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Right. So, totally. Um, you know, so I, enough of this praise nonsense. <laughs> now, somebody like, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Zverev. Now, I, knew, I was wondering if you were going to go with Zverev <laughs> or um, team. Well, the problem with team is he's actually... I think he's leading this bunch until Medvedev came along, of course. I've got the perfect one for team that uh, just popped in. Give it to me. Andrew Luck. Ooh. He was expected to be amazing. Everybody touted him as the next big thing. And he's done well, but not, not never to that the top level. that you thought. Yeah. And he retired yeah. at 31. Hopefully team doesn't retire in three or four years. But Agreed. But to me, that's the one that, like, if you'd asked anybody and – I was one of them five years ago. Who's going to be the next big Grand Slam champion? It was right. him. Who's going to be the Super Bowl champion? Andrew Luck. And now he's... And I, I firmly believe that could happen to team. He could be retired at 31, 30, and just be like, you know, I've done it this long. I haven't won anything. I'm kind of I'm kind of wow. done. Yeah. Because he's placed 40 tournaments a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably... He's got more miles right. than Federer already. So he could just say, forget it. You know, Holy I'm done with moly. this. Holy That's funny. I won my three Vienna titles and I'm I'm done. <laughs> perfect like three whatever per- the perfect three <laughs> but no i want y'all that's leaving you the tough one was Zverev. oh my god because i know how we both feel about him well Zverev could be somebody like ryan lee <laughs> no not that bad not, that's bad but he could be any of he could be any of the so-called busts right but not Historic. I know that's the problem because Leaf is now you know in and out of rehab and <laughs> right. jail for selling prescription. Med- I think he's got his life together now. He has. I apparently. think so. Yeah. I think he's a coach somewhere. I believe so. And uh, the funny thing is, he's like, I think he's like thirty four. Like th- he's like still younger than a bunch of quarterbacks that are in the right. league. So, but uh, any of the busts that were not like Jamarcus Russell was the yeah. first hundred million dollar quarterback, right? And it was a disaster. <laughs> I mean, literally, either of us could have done better than he did. Yeah, it's almost like you need someone who compiled a lot of yards but could never like, be a factor on a team. Right. Or, on a good team, maybe. Right. But so for Zverev, I'm thinking of any of the, like, the Jameis Winston or Mariota. Yeah. Or, um, although... Jameis Winston was into a little legal trouble as well. 
I mean, none of these guys are really into legal trial that no. we know of. This right. individual sport, you know. I, I guess the difference is, is for a lot of these guys, the money doesn't come right away. Yeah. When they're young, they're still trying to earn it, so they don't have money to go out and act like an idiot. Whereas you get the day you get signed in the NFL, boom, you're a multi multi millionaire immediately. Well, and um, even even like to me, Zverev is like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum kind of guy. He's like no matter who right. coaches him, no matter what the setting is. Yeah, but those guys didn't have hype. I know. So you need That's guys that had hype, like Jameis Winston. That draft with Winston and Mariota was, you know, oh, who's going to pick, you know, right. who's going to be pick number one? Who's going to be, yeah, you know, I here you go. Maybe here, Matthew Stafford? Yes, or I was going to say uh, somebody that was in the draft back in the day uh, with my quarterback, Ryan, um, oh, for God's sake, the Chargers, <laughs> what's his name? Not, not uh, Philip Rivers. Yes. That's not bad. Yeah, because he was highly touted. And he's always got the big numbers. Always got the big numbers. And that to me, that's the the comparison, too, is who's loading up the numbers every week but doesn't matter because they don't win. Right. You know, it's like you're number three in the world, but you don't win anything. Who cares? Right. That's kind of what that category is, is the guy that's piling up the stats. Now, the one guy you didn't think about for Baker could have been uh, a little bit from the past, could have been T.O. He's about the only other, like, idiot <laughs> Yeah, um, Magic Show hits the road this week. Still trying. <laughs> I'm looking. That was our new sponsor. Yeah. Um, no, no. I'm looking for uh, uh, clips. But like. T.O. did the dumb thing of standing in the uh, center with the star and the Cowboys. Right. And, so right. he did a little bit of that. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. But so, all right. So I don't know if I, if it's your turn, my turn. I don't know. Well, let me think about who is kind of the obvious. <laughs> I don't know if I want to even do this, but he is our whipping boy in this show. But you want to say the comparison for Jack Sock? Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. No, but there was no hype for Jack Sock. So it's got to be somebody. Well, who there ate. was a lot of hype in tennis. Was there? Oh, everybody thought he was the next big American. I mean, well, and then won the U.S. Open mixed at like 19 or whatever it was. Mixed. Uh, I know, but <laughs> people get excited about dumb stuff when that's all we have. True. Um. But he's like somebody that had maybe one good season and then just completely disappeared. Right. Uh, which obviously there's a lot of NFL guys like that. All right, so here you go. How about how about somebody that I think is a quality player but has only done it once or twice. So, like, you take any of our big four. Right. So, Chilich. Yeah. I don't know. Not Delpo. Well, Rink has done it three. Not not Delpo because well, let's just say let's just say Chilich. Yeah, that could be any of these. And this is going back though. This could be any of these guys that uh, that. Well, it could have been Flacco, like you said. Had a well, yeah, exactly. A Flacco, somebody who had a great year, right, and earned it. I mean, he played well that year. Yeah, he played really well that year. That was a. That was the year the lights went out in the Superdome. <laughs> they were playing the 49ers. Yeah. You remember uh -huh. that? Yeah. The 49ers. Brother versus brother. Yeah. Our uh, bowl. Co yeah, coaches. And uh, that was pre-kneeling, <laughs> Yes. by the way, for the um, 49ers. Even though he won twice, could be Eli. Well, actually, it's funny because he's more like a, Ga a Gaston Gaudio kind of guy <laughs> where had no business winning it, came right. out of nowhere, and... Because Eli played awful. I mean, right. he had 
a shoestring, uh, like a, a helmet, right? Stuck to the helmet and still barely won. Catch, you know, and had to, you know, dodged a, a sack and all and, that. And by the way, that was the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen until right. that moment. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. like it was a horrible game. I remember we felt literally two of us fell asleep watching it. So you you've watched that one. You, <laughs> you don't see. I'm caught up to there. Okay. Um. So so somebody like Eli who. It wasn't like he came in and just, you know, because you think about like a, a guy like uh, Doug Williams. Right. Right. One Super Bowl kind of came out of nowhere, although he didn't, but he had one Super Bowl and he played lights out. Right. Eli didn't play lights out. So you take a guy like Gaston Gaudio who just, you know, his opponent just. When you keep saying things that are triggering me, what about Zverev, Dan Marino? Hmm. Yeah, but see the difference. Yeah, Dan Marino's too good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the problem because he will be a Hall of Fame. I mean, uh, he will not be. He better not be a Hall of Famer, as in Zverev. Right. Like currently. If yeah, he, yeah, yeah. If his path stays, you know, one Masters every four years, you know, second round max of a Grand Slam <laughs> on average. Well, I think Marino made two Super Bowls. I know he made at least one. One. Oh, uh, just one. Um, Zverev hadn't even been close. Right. So I do agree that Marino and is above his level. It's not like Zvers beating the big three all the way to the semis right. and losing, whereas Marino... Could beat anyone. Well, and he's got all the passing records or had them at one point. He still, still should if the NFL hadn't changed to this I believe craziness. Me. I know. But no, I, yeah, I think he's... I think Zverev can get to that. I don't think he'll ever get to championship level. Right. <laughs> but I think he can get to that. But I think Dan Marino is way too high praise. Yeah, I agree. All right. Who? Uh, what about uh, what about Andy Murray? See, I was thinking Andrew Luck for him, and part part of it is because Andrew Luck is retired <laughs> because <Right>. of injury, <laughs> and uh, you know. But, I know. I almost feel like I feel like Andy Murray. I don't maybe like an Emmett Smith kind of thing, just a the part, same every year, like consistent, being tough, but never considered like the best guy, like. Emma Smith, yes, the all-time rusher, but I don't think anybody would answer he's the best running back of all time. Unless you live in this town. Right, because he's just consistent. He was just consistently No, they wouldn't good. They, they wouldn't say Emmett Smith in this town. They'd say Ezekiel <laughs> right. Elliott. Because, exactly. Uh, yeah. What have you done for me lately? But, because I'm trying to go not just all quarterbacks. I mean, Andrew Luck does make sense, but Murray's also won three Grand Slams. Andrew Luck didn't win much. Um, so I feel like Murray's got to have somebody that won something. Right. And I feel like he was just always there, always going to be deep in the tournament. Oh, Emmett's almost too successful to be compared to Murray. <laughs> um, but that's a potential. I don't think Barry Sanders be the opposite. Yeah, I mean, Barry Sanders is the guy people, one of the guys that people yeah. look at. He would be like the tennis player that's the most talented, but just, he would be like a Delpo probably. Or had all the talent, just never couldn't string it together to win. Right. And again, it's tricky because we're talking about individual sport. Yeah, versus it wasn't anything he was doing wrong. Right. For why he didn't win. Right. Because if you would have flipped. But it wasn't for Delpo either. I mean, if wrist you, surgeries and. Yeah, that's true. But if you would flip flop Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders on those two, two oh, teams, yeah. I mean, Barry Sanders had 80 million that's yards. That's what everybody says that he would just have destroyed and he wouldn't have retired probably. Right. He would. He would have need twenty thousand yards. Thank goodness they didn't switch. <laughs> well, Detroit would have never made that trade. I don't think. Well, he never would have gone. What a guy! What yeah, a loyal guy! I, know. I don't like it one bit. 
Not one bit. Yeah, I was I was hoping this segment, this whole situation, would be more hate. I know. Well, let me give you somebody then. All right. Let's what do about it. Uh, Fonini? Who do you got for him? Well, we hate Fonini. <laughs> I don't. It's, no, he's fun to watch, but he's hateable. You can call him a hateable player. Uh, yeah. So it, this is going to be a stretch because there's no contact. Right. All right. <laughs> there's no contact. I would put somebody like a current player, like a Vontez Perfect. Oh God. He's actually out. <laughs> well, because. He calls women in the chair horrific right, women things. Right. And that's the equivalent of perfect yeah. taking a forearm to somebody's head, crossing the middle. And he has no regard for his opponents whatsoever. No regard. Um, and so... Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? It's not... It, and again, it's... it's. Uh, he didn't... He, I don't think he's ever punched a woman in the chair that I'm aware of. I think you're right, though. It's a common... Like, that's the comparison we're talking about is attitude... <laughs> You know, Attitude, penalties and, you know, he, he, they can, you know, when he was with Cincinnati, perfect, they had good years. They had some, but they also had terrible years, right. just like Fanini, yeah, you know, very up and down. Um, and so for like the hatred in his heart. So in other words, if perfect was a tennis player, he'd be more like pr- probably Bernard Tomic or somebody <laughs> idiotic. Right. But the idea is that he'd just be. In everybody's face. Oh, yeah. Firing balls in the crowd. Calling everybody names. And if Fonini was a linebacker and wasn't, you know, short and a tennis player, <laughs> you know, he'd be taking cheap shots and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think verbally he takes cheap shots. So I think he takes cheap shots. So anyway, yeah. that's a dirty negative one. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Doesn't take me long to come with some negative. I can do that. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Anything? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, this is going a little bit to the past, but what about uh, Marat Safin? So we're going negative. He kind of had, he had a love-hate relationship with the fans, and I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of NFL players have that. Um, yeah. You know, when they, you know, almost like a, uh, almost like a Ray Lewis type. Because some years. Well, I don't er- think Marat murdered <laughs> anyone. <laughs> un un what that, what was the word I was gonna allegedly allegedly um no but I mean and he he's never just, murdered anyone he only covered up a yeah, murder yeah uh get it right allegedly but but no think about this Seth and there were some years where everybody just hated him what is he doing this he's crazy by the way how much worse would it be <laughs> if Ray Lewis listened to this podcast than Jack Sock oh my <laughs> God. what I just said right I didn't mean it Ray I Lewis. think he's kind of over I'm sure he's heard it enough I didn't mean it Ray Lewis yeah but not Still. Yeah, not from weak tennis players. All day, I'd rather have Jack Jack, <laughs> Jack Sock come up here than Ray Lewis. Goodness but, anyway, sorry, carry on. No, but I just see that comparison because Ray Lewis, you know, when he's winning, he's getting all the praise. Your team's amazing. And then, you know, every other year, it'd be some legal. That wasn't the only legal problem he had, I don't think. Uh, and now, like, people would love to have Seth, and I feel like as a commentator, as an interview, as, you know, and Ray Lewis, same thing. He's doing all the shows. He's doing all the, I mean, Safin has kind of just gone into hiding, but but yeah. anybody would love to have him right now as a as a as a part of their show in some way. Yeah. So I see that, and that the same antics. You know, Ray Lewis did a lot of those kind of just crazy antics on the field. Yeah, but the difference is, I here's why I think you're dead wrong, and that was an awful comparison. <laughs> oh, I thought you were using dead wrong as a joke. No, no, uh, sorry. No, just that you're awful. <laughs> that was an inappropriate laugh. Yep. Uh, so the difference is, is that Marat Safin 
the competition got too much for him, whereas that's what drove oh, yeah. Ray Lewis. Oh, as a competitor, yeah, Ray Lewis is way above. Yeah, so it's a little trickier in that regard because you pull your pants down, you know, you know, what <laughs> right. I mean? you're not handling the moment very well. Yeah, there's not a time you could ever say, and maybe Nadal is a better comparison for Ray Lewis. I think, I think uh, he, yeah, yeah, because he would never back down against. It wouldn't matter if it was Manning, Brady, anybody. He was out there, right, going full speed the whole time. We're just not mean enough. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, the problem is there aren't that many negative uh, people in tennis either. We've got that's one of our complaints about tennis is that it's gotten too, you know, milk toast. Right. Too much, uh, too much, too many people being nice to each other. Yeah. So with that, we do have a guy now. Hopefully, <laughs> that will. And I don't want it to be unnatural. Yeah. I want it to be a natural antagonism to opponent, to fans, to whatever. And that's Daniel Medvedev. Yeah. Who who looks like Daniel Medvedev as a football player? Maybe currently. I'm trying to think of right. maybe currently. Yeah, I'm trying to think of someone who didn't really care what anyone else thought. And even in football, that's going away a little bit. You know, people are a little afraid to say what they want. Um, yeah. Not, yeah, the Twitter culture and all that makes right. it tough. But there's got to be. I'm thinking it's got to be like a... Uh, one of these crazy wide receivers or something yeah see i would think it'd be more more like a diva type right he he seems like to fit that diva wide receiver mold and so um not odell no because no i don't think so because he odell's not as much in your face no he's not um he's more in his own uh his own camp would be he'd be like a tennis player yelling at his own coaching box so i'm thinking more like somebody like randy moss oh there you go yeah now we don't know what kind of talent medvedev has right all time etc but uh you know i think that sort of mentality where he'll get in your face and 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 all that now he's a guy like you're talking about like now people want him you know commentating he works right. for you know oh yeah money not countdown and all the rest of it and he's and he had would have no problem rubbing it in the face of anyone that he beat or and the fans especially i mean he right. definitely had an antagonism with the fans yeah um so that that definitely applies and i feel like there are certain people and it'll be i don't know that Medvedev will stay doing that by the way i don't think he's gonna stay antagonistic to the fans but there are certain people that like in other words most players play better at home than away I bet if you looked at Randy Moss's stats, it didn't make much difference where he was playing. Right. I think he just didn't, you know, he embraced those moments, prime time, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe Dion would be the another one um, Dion. for uh, Medvedev because he didn't care who he offended or what he said or who he was showing off in front of. Well, the thing that I think the thing that's going to make a difference for Medvedev is, is he starts winning and surpassing the next gen and the next next gen and he's sort of above them maybe below the big three but above them the fans are going to embrace him they're not going to dislike right. him anymore but i hope what happens is that he keeps that persona keeps that edge. even when they do yeah keeps that like, edge. oh you guys like me now that i won you know where right, were you right. last year uh and i think that if he did it in like a that kind of a way i think it would be what was the what was the Moss thing cash money homie or whatever he said you know he, straight cash straight homie. cash homie that's what it was um 
So, I mean, if he could make it like a comedic, which I think it was comedic at the open, whether it was intentionally comedic or not, I don't know. But if he could keep it like that, I think it would be it would be great. I don't know if this one's fair, but I've got... See if you can guess which, which uh, NFL player I'm comparing All these, right. these two players to. Simona Halep and Diego Schwartzman. Oh, geez. <laughs> Based on height. That's the, you got it. <laughs> um, oh, let me think. What position? Give me a position. Quarterback. I was going to say Drew Brees. That's it. Yeah. yeah just, <laughs> you know, now. Oh, to either of them. Well, and, and with Schwartzman, he hasn't won anything. Simona has won right. way less than people would have thought she should have. And Drew Brees has won Super Bowl, right? But it's the same. Yeah, I think so. Couple that he maybe should have been in, uh, or at least one. Yeah. But, but I think what you're saying, like he can, consistent, the, both those are consistent. And just their style of play also. He's consistent. He's going to get his yardage. He's going to get his, pa- you know, he's going to get his numbers no matter what. It was mainly short, though, but yes. <laughs> we, we can think of other things, yeah. but mainly, yeah. <laughs> mainly short and amazing. Right. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, we've left out the... <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible today. I was going to say something else. We've left out the greatest tennis player of all time. you got to have a comparison for her. Uh, Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Huh. Because we can't say Tom Brady. We already did. Right. And Tom Brady's not as pretty as she is. <laughs> and I don't think you can say uh, Terry Bradshaw. I'm not seeing much similarity there. Hey, hey, hey. Watch <laughs> out for Terry now. Greatest quarterback of all time. That's right. So Serena Williams, I think certainly... Certainly, uh, it would. I think we'd have to go in the past because it'd have to be a Hall of Famer. Right. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know if it's a quarterback. No, I don't think there is a quarterback that's really comparable. Because I think she's more of a running back type, great, like maybe like an Emmitt Smith. Right. Because when she started, she overpowered everybody. Everyone. Um, Jim Brown. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Where it's like, and I, and I promise you, I'm not, this is not based on physical characteristics, <laughs> I swear. Uh, but just from the standpoint, but it of, is to some degree that she was well, she's just not the, stronger than everybody else at well, first. Reason I thought Emma Smith is because he's short. Yeah, so he's not. He wasn't, you know, a prototypical no, you know, back. Um, but obviously he holds the rushing yards, you know, the title. Um, and so and she's not as tall as her sister. Right. You know, she's not a six footer. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you would have thought, and I think most people did, that Venus would have been the superior based on that well yeah i mean yeah certainly and starting out that's how it was how it was at and first. she was younger so it's, yeah it's a little bit uh you know tricky to you know the age difference all the way through them coming up was a lot bigger of a difference physically than it once they were both adults um so yeah so obviously it would have to be any and the reason i say jim brown or emmett smith or you know, somebody like that is because it has to be somebody that is arguably not the greatest running back ever, not the greatest quarterback ever, but arguably the greatest football player of right. all time. Right. And comparing the women to these players is inherently sexist, apparently. <laughs> I, we don't mean it to be, but we don't want to yeah. leave the women out either. Right. But yeah, so when you say Serena, I don't think there's a whole lot of argument greatest ever 
Yeah. Women's tennis. <laughs> Andy Murray. Thank you. Is there anybody woke like Andy Murray in the NFL? I don't, I don't think so. Nobody in the world. Andy Murray. I'll compare Andy Murray to the one or two female, <laughs> refer- Kaepernick. female referees in the NFL. <laughs> That's who I'm comparing Andy Murray to because he's just woke. So, yeah. So, I think for Zarina, it'd have to be somebody who you would look at and say, people don't say Jim Brown's the greatest running back ever. Well, they do. But they right. also, he's arguably one of the greatest football players at any position yeah. ever. And the only reason that Emmett is maybe better is just because she's also done it for so long. Right. Whereas he cut his career short early. I mean, you're not going to match every quality yeah. of yeah. someone. But the only other player that I really want to find someone comparable, and you may have to go in the past for tennis players too, which we haven't done yet, but I really want to find somebody to match up with uh, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> And I don't know who that would be. Oof. Well, I mean, he's an all-time great yeah. who also did cocaine <laughs> on a regular basis. So, <laughs> Don't you, finish that sentence with a tennis player. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's been some players that have had drug issues. I was thinking like... Capriotti hey, or... Yeah, I thought you were going Hingis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you can't yeah, compare... Hingis, well, Hingis would be a good one because she was at the absolute top That's of true. her game. Yeah. And, uh, and kind of a shorter career than people thought. Right. And did a lot of cocaine. No, I don't know what she. I don't know what she did. <laughs> right, allegedly. It's kind of hard to say, like you said, comparing a three hundred pound football player to one hundred twenty pound tennis player. Right, but the, but yeah, winning and cocaine. That's <laughs> where the similarities end. Um, yeah, I was gonna say maybe Connors, just because he was so wild and yeah, doing the crazy antics, and and but yet still won everything. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting, and I feel like you could almost do this with every sport, you know. Comparing that because there's every sport has a lot of the same characteristics that go into being a great player, right? So it's not that hard to compare people that are at the top. Do you have anybody for not avoiding the drug uh, topic? Uh, Sharapova. Sharapova. <laughs> oh goodness! Somebody that's overrated. <laughs> And somebody who thinks themselves yeah. that they are better than they well, actually every, are. Probably every football player. That's base, every baseball player. Um, but she, somebody who won a decent amount. Won some, yeah. What did she win, seven? Five? I think so, seven, which maybe in football terms is equivalent to one or two. Man, would it? Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's, a, that's another good question is how do you compare – because we have four Super Bowls a year. I know. Football only has one. Right. Well, that's why it kind of multiplied it by four. So if you won oh. 20, that's five Super Bowls, which is only one person. You know, so that made it easy. Of course, like you said, Nadal, Joe, and Federer are kind of all Tom Brady because that's the only one that's won that much in football. Right. But now, sure, Pope, I was just kind of thinking someone who really underachieved but also still won a lot and maybe underachieved in because they she only won five okay because they thought they were so great that's kind of why they underachieved yeah huh which i wouldn't think that'd be that hard to find in football but i haven't thought of anyone yet necessarily maybe someone that won early like in their career and then kind of faded away at that point yeah i don't know who could that be yeah i mean (laughs) i was gonna say tony romo but that would be a uh (laughs) disrespectful to her. I was going to say, uh, it could be disrespectful to both. 
Um, oh. And plus, he's the, the amazing commentator now, he's according fantastic. to everybody else. You don't like him? No, I do. Oh, I just—they act like he's like revolutionary. He's I don't think he's he's great. The best I've ever heard. I think he's just I don't know. good. He's great. Um, for you to say that about a Cowboys quarterback, though, he must be good. He's not a Cowboys quarterback. <laughs> he's a commentator. Oh, I mean, so now you're all grudges are lost once they retire. No, I didn't. That's, that's, I'd say there's no way. Uh, who could Sharapova be? So one, one, no, <laughs> he's pretty. <laughs> She's not. Um, Roethlisberger, man, but she doesn't. She doesn't stand out. You know, he's got, he's got a persona. Like, you know, he's that big six five guy. It's hard to bring down. It's, right. She just won. She just won five Grand Slams, and I don't feel like she's. I don't feel like he's like thinks he's way better than he is, more so than any other football player. She might be like a Joe Flacco. Yeah, he was good enough to win a you know a couple Grand Slams, five Grand Slams. He was right. good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but when he's around big kids, he falls apart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. Um. Yeah, that's interesting, and I think what Flacco and Sharapova may be on the same path right now. They may start fading. Yeah. Um, once the conditions aren't right. Well, and I think Flacco's about to open up a line of chocolates. <laughs> no, he's not. No, I don't. I think that would be a slightly less successful. Yeah, I wonder how her candy is doing, and that's not a euphemism. I actually want to know <laughs> about the candy she sells. Again, not a euphemism. Right. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does sell candy as a main business. Sugar Pova. Yeah. Holy hell. All right, I think that's enough. Yeah, we we got to all the, I mean, we could have maybe gone to Warinka or somebody like that, but we pretty much covered all the main players that are on the tour now that are making an impact. Yeah, well, I think Warinka's an Eli guy. Right. You know, can't, can't, Sim, not good, not as good as the best players, but still was able to get some wins. Can get a couple. Yep. You got. I got one for last one. Uh oh. Andreescu, Patrick Mahomes. Whoa. And that's a maybe more of a compliment to her, although she's won more than he has. But she really, in my mind, came out of nowhere to be great, and that's kind of what he did. Right. Flashy, drawing a lot of attention. Yeah. Um. And Canadian. <laughs> oh no wait she doesn't do anything Holmes is not Canadian crazy like he does I mean she doesn't do anything that we've never seen before but she just so that but I don't think anybody in tennis is necessarily right yeah. um, there's no new shots we're going to be debuting for anybody right but just from a, a standpoint of age and kind of unexpected like nobody was talking about Andreescu a year ago or a year and a half ago right and Mahomes wasn't even a starter you know for the first year so I don't think anybody expected either of them to be as amazing as they are. Right. And I think you could, there's arguments for both of them now to be the best in their, you know, league. So All right. that's my final one. I like it. So next week we're going to compare tennis players to race car drivers. <laughs> so NASCAR fans, I'm kidding, of course. By the end of the year, we'll be on to cricket and uh, something rugby. Oh, unbelievable. Part it's a never-ending tennis season. It is never-ending, but this podcast is not never-ending. It's <laughs> over right now. <laughs> Tennis Rev Pod on Twitter. Tennis Revolution Pod on Instagram. Follow them and tell all your friends. Keep downloading. Subscribe. For Pete's sakes, one button. Hit subscribe. That easy. 
I don't know if it's that easy on all the other places we <laughs> carry it, but it is on the Apple to, you know, podcast app. All right. Until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. NFL. <laughs>